Hello again and welcome to the Chris Carpenter Show. We are on episode three this week and I want to start off with an apology. Um, I normally try to get this out on Tuesdays uh, during the summertime. Uh, Yesterday was a bit of a rough day for me. Um, I was, you know, I told you last week it was going to be late Tuesday night and the reason it was going to be late Tuesday night was I was going to be attending a, a teacher's workshop in Midland, uh, which is about two, two and a half hours from where I live. And so I was going to be coming back home after the workshop when, when it, and it was going to let out at three. Um, and then probably by the time I got home, eat dinner and all that, it would be in the evening hours. Well, <laughs> sometimes things happen and that plans just go out the window. And so you know, I get I get to Lubbock yesterday, and Lubbock is about forty five minutes uh, from my house. And I was going to stop and eat dinner uh, with with a friend of mine. Shout out to Alan Succi, and I'm going to give him another shout out a little bit later on in the show. Um, so we st- we eat uh, eat at a restaurant. We eat a Capital Pizza, great pizza by the way. Um, and they're not paying me to say that either. Um, that uh, great pizza if you're ever in the Lubbock area is a real good pizza place to go to. Um, I pull I go to my wallet to pull out my credit card to pay and I can't find my credit card. And what I quickly realize is that I had left my credit card in Midland from the night before when I ate at a restaurant down there. And so I called the restaurant in Midland. They had it. And so again, shout out to Alan Succi. Alan, uh, you know, we hopped in my car. Alan drove us down to Midland to get my card. This place was closing at nine o'clock. We are leaving Lubbock at about 645. We get to Midland about 845. I pick up my credit card. We turn around, come back to Lubbock. We get to Lubbock to about 1045. And then it's about 1130 by the time I get back to uh, my home base here. So again, I wasn't in the mood to record a podcast. It was a very flustering day, but yeah. Shout out to Alan Succi again. We all deserve a friend like him and you know, he was he was a savior for me yesterday. So um other than that little adventure, you know, the workshop was great. Uh, I went down there Monday night and uh did something I'd never done before, which was I stayed at an Airbnb and I did this because Midland the prices in Midland for hotels are outrageous, and a lot of that's because of the oil oil boom that even right now, you know, you get a lot of oil field workers in Midland, and, you know, that's where they're living because there's a housing shortage. And so, you know, you're talking probably on, on the cheap side, you know, $200 a night to stay at a hotel. And we're not talking, you know, the Hilton Inn here for $200 a night. So um, got an Airbnb, and it really turned out nice. It was a – I think it was a – formerly a garage that had been converted, but, you know, had a nice little kitchen area, bathroom, king-size bed, you know, living room area, and, uh, you know, very nice. So uh, definitely would recommend, you know, doing Airbnb, um, you know, if you're wanting to save a little bit of money, um, you know, on a trip, it, it definitely is is worth it. So anyway, that's that's kind of the adventure that I lived yesterday, but you know, I'm back in the home base, back ready to record, and here we're at. So, had a great week last week. Uh, was able to 
do a few things, and I'll talk about movies a little bit later on. I saw two on Saturday, and we'll talk a little bit later about them uh, in the in this show. Uh, but great week. Um, let's talk sports to start with, and good news, bad news for Texas Tech this last week. Um, we lost in baseball. We are out. We for the first time in our program's history, we lost in the super regionals, and uh, we kind of got got spanked pretty bad by by Stanford and. And they're moving on. Uh, we're staying at home. But, you know, honestly, you know, I think a lot of this was this team ran out of gas. You know, this team had a lot of injuries. You know, we had our two top pitchers that would have been starters have been out pretty much the entire year. And, you know, I just I just think we eventually just ran out of gas. You know, I'm disappointed, but, you know, We'll be back next year. I'm still honestly more disappointed in last year's events because, you know, I truly feel like Texas Tech baseball in 2020, they would have been raising a championship trophy. They had the team to do it. And, you know, China and their dumb virus that they released decided to, you know, derail that. So we did get some good news um, on Sunday night for Texas Tech basketball. They got another transfer, Bryson Williams. Coming in from UTEP, and I am pretty familiar with Bryson Williams. Um, I grew up in El Paso, grew up a UTEP basketball fan. In fact, I used to have, back in the good old days of Don Haskins, the Bear, and if you don't know who that is, look him up, uh, had season tickets to UTEP basketball games. So I do follow them still. And, you know, Bryson Williams, pretty talented guy. Um, you know, UTEP's basketball coach, he ended up leaving and he went to UT to be an assistant for uh, Judas Beard, Voldemort Beard. And so I really thought Tech would have a hard time getting Bryson uh, to come come here um, because I thought he probably would follow a Rodney Terry over to uh, People's Republic of Austin, and uh, he didn't. And so I'm excited about that. that. I'm excited that we beat Texas out, although they're doing their typical shenanigans, shady shenanigans, as Eric Bischoff would say, um, where they basically say, oh, no, we didn't really want him anyway, and well, whatever. So we'll see. We'll see how the, he works out. I will tell you this about Texas Tech basketball: there has been a lot of disrespect last couple of days from places like ESPN. ESPN called Tech a Tier Four program in the Big Twelve out of five tiers. Obviously, they haven't seen the Womble Center. I mean, they are really in the tank for Chris Beard. It's like, uh, I guess he. I, I don't understand it, but they're in the tank for, you know, Judas Beard, Voldemort Beard. And by the way, he still sucks. And I can't wait till they come to Lubbock. I will be in the crowd for that and I will let him know how much he sucks. But, uh, you know, it's amazing. They just, uh, they have this viewpoint of Texas Tech and then they have this viewpoint of Lubbock that, oh, who would want to come here? You know, it's just, it's just a, it's just a waste and it's a backwards area and the facilities are awful. They haven't been to the Womble Center. The Womble Center is the best practice facility in college basketball by far. And so, you know, we'll just have to let our, our court do our, our play on the court, do the talking. Uh, and I'm excited. You know, I think Mark Adams is going to surprise some people and I think we're going to surprise some people in the big 12 and no, we're not a tier for Big 12 program. I mean, come on. So, uh, anyway, uh, be interested to see what happens. We're not kind of in a lull with sports. Uh, unfortunately, the next tech event's going to be football, which is, 
has uh, not been doing very well since they uh, stabbed Mike Leach in the back back in 20, 2009. So we'll see what happens. I have low expectations for them. Um, but, you know, they have, a, they have a quarterback coming in that transferred from Oregon, Tyler Shuck. Be interesting to see uh, how he how he plays down the stretch. So, you know, NASCAR, congratulations again to Kyle Larson. Three races in a row. He won the all-star race this week in Texas. And, again, I don't know who thought it was a good idea to have a NASCAR race in Texas in June. They obviously don't read the weather, but that's okay for them. And so Kyle Larson, Hendrick, Hendrick Motorsports is on a roll. So we'll see what happens. They're going to be in Nashville this Sunday. First time the Cup is going to be racing in Nashville ever, I think. So it'll be fun fun to watch. We'll see what happens happens there. We also got some big Star Trek news this week. And it's on two of the shows, Prodigy and Picard. It started Monday um, with Prodigy actually announcing the names of the characters uh, on the show. And again, Star Trek Prodigy, it's going to be a program geared for kids. It was originally intended to be on Nickelodeon. And then when CBS All Access repurposed itself and became Paramount Plus, the decision was made to put Star Trek Prodigy on Paramount Plus. And we still don't have a premiere date yet, which that that continues to baffle me. I mean, you know, we, we pretty much know when uh, Star Trek Lower Decks is going to start, and we've been given a uh, guarantee that uh, Star Trek Discovery Season 4 will begin airing in 2021. Um, but they've also said Prodigy is going to be airing at some point this year. So I don't – we may have two Star Trek programs on at the same time, which could be interesting. Um, but kind of uh, interesting character list. We've got a Telluride, which is a – it's – that is a original series alien race. They appeared in the original series. They've also appeared in uh, Star Trek Enterprise. And then finally, um, they appeared in Discovery um, the Season 1. So they, they've, they've been around the Tellurides. We also have a, another race from a Star Trek original series episode, which, uh, confession, I have not seen this episode. I, I will tell you this, by the way. Um, I was introduced into Star Trek through the next generation. And so that was, that's my point of origin uh, for Trek fandom. I've not watched all of the original series. And I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you. Some of the original series is not my favorites. It's a bit hard to watch. It's very dated looking um, in, in some ways. And I know that's probably sacrilegious and blasphemous as a Star Trek fan, but, um, there's some weird there's some weird episodes in the original series. Um I love the movies. I mean, I love the original. I mean, Rathacon is my all-time favorite. So I love the original series movies, but uh the original series show I've not seen every single episode of. Um so but apparently we've got an alien race from one of the original series episodes that's going to be in this um Star Trek Prodigy and then we've got a couple of other um, alien races. We've got the Brickar, and I, I think I'm pronouncing it right. But what's interesting about the Brickar is they're a race that came, that came from a book series that was originally developed back in 1993. And I, I remember reading this. This was a it was a kids book series 
uh, detailing Starfleet, Starfleet Academy, and it was basically characters' experiences in Starfleet Academy. And it was the, the very first book was called Worf's First Adventure, and it was talking about Worf, you know, the Klingon from Next Generation Deep Space Nine, his time in Starfleet Academy, and his roommate, this guy he got in a fight with, was this from this race called the Brakar, and they were basically described as kind of a kind of rock beings. Basically, they're made of rock, um, and they eventually the character that they Zach Kibron was his name. They they end up reintroducing him into the Star Trek book universe in a book series called Star Trek New Frontier, um, which explored the adventures of this ship called the Excalibur. It's, it's a fun fun read as well, but. Um, we're actually going to, for the first time in the television universe, we're going to have a character from the race, the Bracar race. And so that, 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 that intrigues me a little bit as well. Like I said, I know it's going to be geared towards kids, but I'm really looking forward to seeing this Star Trek prodigy show. Um, they're bringing back Captain Janeway. They're going to be exploring the Delta Quadrant again. And, um, I, you know, I, I'm interested to see what they do here. So I'm interested to see when we're going to release it. Uh, who knows? Uh, like I said, I know Lower Decks is going to drop in August and then Discovery at some point um, uh, this year as well. And they've said Prodigy will as well. We just don't know when the uh, premiere date's going to be. And then today we got a new teaser trailer for Picard, Star Trek Picard. And we got to see a clip of Q appearing again before Picard, and we'd already there'd already been uh, you know news about Q coming back for season two of the Picard show, but it was fun to see him. We also saw a kind of a funny, interesting scene of Seven of Nine waking up, and she doesn't have any Borg implants. So I don't know what all that means for her and for what we're going to be doing in this show, but. You know, Picard season one, I really enjoyed. I did not like elements of the season finale, um, you know, such as putting Picard in an android body. I thought that was stupid. But, I mean, overall, I, I liked Picard. I'm intrigued that they're bringing back Q. They're also, they've also uh, have announced that they're bringing back Guinan, Whoopi Goldberg's character, for season two of Picard. Uh, the bad news about season two of Picard is... We're going to have to wait till 2022 for it to drop. And, and 2022, I think, is really shaping up to be a pretty good year for Star Trek. And, and don't get me wrong, this year, for everything that went on last year with COVID, for us to get new episodes of, of three different shows in Star Trek, it, pretty significant. But I'm looking into next year, looking in the crystal ball, and we already know season two of Picard is coming in 2022. Um, Strange New Worlds, which that is the Captain Pike show, um, Captain Pike's adventures and Spock's adventures aboard the Enterprise, that's coming in 2022. Lower Decks season three is coming in 2022. Prodigy season two is coming in 2022. And who knows, you know, they... they Discovery may uh, start filming season five. They have not officially been renewed, but that could be coming in 2022 as well. We'll see. But, you know, lots of good Star Trek coming for this year. We're still waiting, but next year looking like it's going to be a pretty solid 
year for Star Trek as well. And that's also, by the way, on top of they announced a couple months ago that they are going they plan on releasing a brand new movie in 2023. Haven't heard any plot lines, haven't heard is this going to be in the Kelvin verse, which that's the JJ Abrams universe. Is it going to be in the Prime universe? Is it going to be existing characters, new characters? We don't know. So kind of stay tuned on that. Uh, we'll end with a little bit of wrestling talk. This Sunday is Hell in a Cell. Um, and yeah, don't adjust your don't adjust your TV. Yes, that's usually the pay-per-view that comes in October, the last few years. They've moved it to um, June, and they did it for a variety of reasons. The number one reason is they're they're holding the money in the bank pay-per-view for when they go back on tour and have crowds again. So we'll have Hell in a Cell this Sunday, and then next month is going to be Money in the Bank, and then we're going to have SummerSlam at the Raider Stadium, which that's going to be fun. And it's on a Saturday night too, which will, which will be fun as well. So um, I, predictions for Hell in a Cell, I think, I think the major champions – will retain. I don't see a lot of changing of championships right now. Um, you know, Roman Reigns, I don't I think he's going to be champion for a while. I mean, there's rumors about what the main event for SummerSlam is going to be and I've heard it's John Cena. I don't see John Cena beating him by the way. Um, I think I think the person that beats Roman Reigns needs to be a brand new superstar of uh kind of a crowning of a brand new superstar and the guy I really think fits that mold by the way is big e um they've been pushing him he was intercontinental champion they've been really pushing him on a singles run but i i would be interested to see big e be the one that dethrones roman reigns we'll see what happens so i i don't see him losing a, the title uh anytime soon Certainly not a hell in a cell. Uh, on the other side of things, you've got Lashley and, and Drew McIntyre again. Um, it's kind of starting to get stale, and I think Drew McIntyre may be due for a heel turn. Now, I'm, I'm enjoying Lashley as champion. Do we want to do a double turn? And what I mean by a double turn is a la WrestleMania 13 where, you know, Bret Hart came in as the face, as the good guy. Austin came in as, as the heel, as the bad guy. And at the end of that match, Bret Hart's a bad guy now. Steve Austin's a, a, a good guy. Do we want to go that route? I don't know. I kind of like the heel Lashley. But I think Drew McIntyre is due for a little bit of a repackaging um, of sorts. And it's a kind of a little bit bittersweet. You know, he had a great had a great run as WWE champion, but unfortunately it was kind of right at the height of COVID and nobody, the live crowds didn't really get to see it. So love to see him get a, maybe a run with the belt, maybe as a heel. I don't know. Um, as far as some of the other matches, uh, you know, I'm, like I said, I don't really see a lot of anything really game, uh, game changing, game breaking going on. Um, you know, it'll be fine match cause you're going to have some hell in the cell, matches, things like that. You know, Charlotte Flair, Rhea, Rip, Rhea Ripley. I'm hoping Rhea Ripley retains. Um, you know, I'd like her to have a little bit longer run with the belt. You know, Charlotte, Charlotte Flair, you can always, I mean, she's like her dad, Ric Flair, back in the day. You can always put the strap on her, put the belt on her, 
you know, when you really need to. But I, I think Rhea Ripley, love to see her have a little bit of a long run with the belt. Um, so as far as other matches, you know, again, I, I and I'll give you a full confession, with it being summer right now, I've not sat down and watched a whole lot of uh, WWE programming. I don't know if that's an indictment of the WWE or it's more of it's summer and we actually are allowed to get out and about this summer, unlike last summer. So I haven't really watched a lot of uh, WWE lately. Uh, the Bianca Belair, Bailey, I think Bianca Belair will retain. Um, Alexa Bliss, Shayna Baszler, you know, the Alexa Bliss, I, first of all, she's always been one of my favorite of the, of the female superstars. You know, I liked her when she burst onto the scene back in 2016. Um, I've enjoyed the character change, but you know, they just need to be careful. Um, I think they did made a lot of bad decisions with Bray Wyatt and the whole fiend character. And, and now he's nowhere to be found. I don't know when he's going to come back. Um, they need to be careful not to do that with Alexa. So I don't know what the next course of action, what the next step is for this storyline. You know, Shayna Baszler, interesting to see that she's... Sorry, I hit the wrong button, so I'm adding this back on uh, at the end. I was about to talk about Shayna Baszler. What I was saying about Shayna Baszler is it's interesting to see her in this type of storyline because she really has the look and and the moves in the ring of more of a shoot type fighter mma type fighter and uh, putting her in a kind of a wrestling storyline kind of kind of interesting to see but i don't expect a lot of a lot of big big surprises um at hell in a cell um you know i think i think it'll just be kind of your run-of-the-mill pay-per-view i think they're really gonna pile on the surprises uh at money in the bank since that is going to be their first pay-per-view with crowds. I think you're going to see SmackDown's going to be the first show. That SmackDown right before Money in the Bank is going to be the first show with fans. I really expect you'll see some big surprises go down at SmackDown. And we'll kind of go from there and see what happens. Um, but anyway, um, time to wrap up. That was really kind of all of my big thoughts uh, for this week. Uh, again, uh, I plan on posting next Tuesday. It'll be it probably in the evening. I've been do- I'm going to be doing some stuff with uh, TEA next week um, over star testing stuff. So eight to five, I'm going to be busy doing that, and then we'll we'll post sometime in the evening hours of uh, next Tuesday. So anyway, see y'all later. If you ever if you have any questions, want to contact me, Chris Carp twenty two. And I will see you all next week on The Chris Carpenter Show.